Hello and welcome to IOSH Magazine's podcast series. These podcasts will feature exclusive interviews with industry experts, behind-the-scenes discussions with members, and conversations with future leaders of the health and safety profession. In this episode, I speak to Lawrence Webb about the highlights and challenges of his year as president, his hopes for the OSH profession, and what's next for him. Welcome, Lawrence. Great to have you on the podcast again. Hi, Kelly. Yeah, good to, good to see you again. Great to be back. So as we come to the end of your presidency, how has your year been? Fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely astounding to think that here we were 12 months ago talking about launching into it and and now it's almost done. I mean, it's been absolutely, it's been fantastic. I mean, I've had so many opportunities to to meet members, um, thank our our volunteers, be involved in in lots of um, uh, different types of influencing opportunities on behalf of IOSH and the, and the profession it's it's just been uh, it's just been fantastic it's just gone so quick so what have you focused on during your year well there's a number of things I mean from my personal perspective I've had the opportunity to do what I, I said I was going to do which is fantastic and that's promote the concept of eliminating harm uh, in what we do as an OS profession um, done a lot on the uh, neurodiversity front so we've done a suite of of webinars and try to really introduce that as a, as a fantastic uh, opportunity, really, not just for the OSH profession, but for any profession to tap into those who aren't neurotypical. Uh, we've, we've had a really strong focus on our future leaders and the next generation. And I've reminded everybody wherever I've gone, not just about eliminating harm, but remembering to focus on the uh, 80% out there of the non-big corporate brands, all those organisations in the supply chain and wider ecosystem who really do the hard yards and are we landing with them in the way that we'd like? And that's me from a personal point of view, but then from the Irish point of view, I've been really fortunate because I've had Activate 2028, the, the, the new five-year uh, IOS strategy to get behind and, and go out and, and explain to people along with other members of the presidential team. Uh, catch the wave. So social sustainability still continues as a as a really, really important area. Um, and, and to be honest with you, you know, OSH as a fundamental principle and right at work um, as uh, as agreed by the ILO some what, nearly 18 months ago now. So I've had lots to go at and uh, it's been a busy time and I've loved every minute. Time flies when you're having fun. And so what have been the highlights? I think, you know, I I get really enthused and excited when I'm in amongst people and whether that's doing um, webinars or or sort of face-to-face conferences, um, all the expos and what have you. I've really, really enjoyed that because not only does it make me sort of... um, (laughs) overexcited if you like but it gives me a chance to 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 meet members new members existing members uh thank our 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 volunteers but also network with other people because it's a learning journey right so and nobody knows everything and i certainly don't and it's been great for me to 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 go around and, and learn lots from other people and just and just be involved in the um uh, in, in the OSH profession, in the real world again, mm. not just the virtual one. Um, so so both angles are important. But um, yeah, you know, people and networking, never underestimate the power of that one. Absolutely. And what do you think have been the specific challenges? 
Um, I, I think people coming out of the other side of COVID, people yeah. are still finding their way in terms of, well, what does the right balance look like? You know, I, I prefer face to face, but actually hybrid works because I can I can make things, um, you know, I can adjust things to suit my own my own needs. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I think, are, you know, are still struggling with with that balance. But for me personally, I, I think the biggest challenge has been to do every everything that, that I hoped I was going to get to do. And, and I've been fortunate in that that's exactly what's uh, exactly what's happened. And whether I look back on the, the chair of council role and working with a fantastic team of members who get elected on to, to, to council to represent the membership or the ambassadorial side to get out with the presidential team and talk and promote all things OSH and IOSH. Um, it's just the fact there aren't enough hours in the day to do everything <laughs> I'd really like to do, but I've tried my best. So <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. I'm tired, but it's been, uh, it's been great. Well, we'll come back to what you're planning on doing next a little bit later. Um, You mentioned Activate 2028 and Catch the Wave, the sustainability campaign. Um, How do you think the council's strategy and approach has developed under your leadership? Well, the one the one thing I've 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 deliberately brought to the table is the fact that I've got a strong background from the operational perspective, but also from the strategic perspective. And I know that when you're interacting with 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 people at the C-suite at board level, um, that the, the, the way you sort of operate has to adapt slightly to change the way that um, they need to operate. So, you know, st- strategic thinking being very defined and to the point and pinpointed in terms of what you want from them, um, you know, providing data and real-life examples. So what we've tried to do in, in council is build on what uh, Louise brought in, um, in in the last tenure to reorganise council into effective steering groups, but now we're thinking much more strategically. So when we go to board with feedback from membership or guidance on on, on their direction and what have you on behalf of the uh, the, the membership and, and, and holding them to account, we're doing it with a strategic mindset because we know that will land well. And it means that when they come to make a decision, uh, review the review the data, review the information, we're talking a language that lands and they can act on. Uh, and Stuart, who, who comes in after me, will very much take that forward and, and we'll, we'll focus everything we do based on project plans. And as I said, this time last year, doing less but really well um, as high impact. So I think that's been uh, uh, been a change that we've um, we've instigated this year. Has is there anything um, you, that you'd wish you'd known before or done differently? I, I think I, I was very fortunate in the, in my year as president elect. I worked so closely with Louise, who was president at the time, and the two of us did everything alongside one mm. another. So I had that insight. And those ideas, and, and then from my day job as uh, as the group chief strategy uh, director in Costain, I was able to piece those two things together. So I walked in completely with my my eyes open and, and a reasonable set of of expectations. I guess um, uh, perhaps a little bit more emphasis on those uh, project plans um, and really sort of driving those through, uh, which Stuart will now do anyway. Um, but, you know, change is difficult and it takes time because it's not just a change in approach. You have to subtly change people's behaviours and the culture. And of course, every 12 months we get new people into into council and potentially new people on the presidential team as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a constant moving feast. But um, 
I, I think I think the outputs we've seen and, and, and the influence we've had um, has been has been great and, and more of the same, please. <laughs> and do you think it's too quick or do you think it's good that it's that fast moving pace um, huh. with the presidents um, only having a year to do it? You said you've been really, really busy. Um, mm. You feel like you've achieved everything. Do you think that the presidency should be longer or do you think it works well? Well, I mean, obviously, it's in, it's it's a great question. The, the role is in two halves. So your chair of council, on the mm-hmm. one hand, uh, which is all the sort of internal looking uh, stuff on behalf of the membership, and then the presidential side is very much the ambassadorial, the outward um, facing side of things. Um, I mean, it's such a difficult question because I think each president will play it differently mm. in terms of where their sort of comfort and their skill set lies. I've, I've tried to play it down the middle the best that I the, the, the best that I can. And you could say that um, for me, the ambassadorial stuff, I, I would just love to continue doing that almost forever because I so enjoy it. But the role of council is so important to hold the board to account and reflect the membership in the in the decision making process of IOSH, that you could argue it would be good to have longer. Mm. However, if you get the right presidents and, and and the right characteristics in those people lined up correctly, you should find that naturally the overlaps work in a way where the key themes just continue anyway. Absolutely, and I certainly felt that between uh, myself and Louise, mm. and then myself and, and Stuart, we've all worked really closely together. So effectively, you you can extend those really important areas mm. uh, into the medium, if not long term. And I think that's important for the members for that consistency. Uh, and continuity as well yeah definitely that sort of overlap like you say consistency and continuity you can mm. really see that with the three of you um, mm. in the last couple of years so what are your hopes for the future of the health and safety profession um i mean in, in terms of the profession generally I, I really hope that the place we found ourselves in post covid continues and i'm sure it will because the value that we bring as an enabling profession i, I think is has paid dividends for, for organisations across the world and, and employers and, um, you know, whoever we're, uh, we're, we're interacting with. And I very much hope that that, that, that position continues. But also, um, we do need to change. We do need to look forward in terms of the, the speed with which technology is changing. Um, you know, we, we need to be at the forefront of that change, but also open to change ourselves, which I, I don't believe to be uh, an issue because, as I say, we're, we're enabling and we're innovative. So, I mean, that's important. Uh, and also, you know, giving uh, as, as much support to the next generation and the next next generation so that when their sort of time comes to be in those all those different influencing positions, they're absolutely as supported and ready as they can be to do the best possible job. Um, and then, of course, looking after people who are coming to the end of their career and making sure we don't lose that that motivation and that um, um, that engagement that they've they've had uh, over, over the years. And it doesn't just mm-hmm. go off a cliff and disappear. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think we're well placed um, and I, I hope we uh, we continue to be so. But let's make the most of, of of who we are and what we can do and just get out there and promote ourselves and the great benefits we bring. Yeah, that's a really interesting point about those coming to the end of their careers and as a membership organisation, retaining that knowledge and that engagement mm. somehow. Um, yeah, really interesting. 
I asked you this, uh, you reminded me at the beginning of this interview, I asked you this when I last interviewed you for the podcast 12 months ago, and I wonder if it's changed or stayed the same. So which IOSH presidents of the past have inspired you the most and why? Yeah, I, I remember what I said last time, which was really to, if I'm being honest, not to dodge the question, but <laughs> um, but, but actually I, I think what, what is still what is still apparent with me is if I was standing looking at the board that's actually at um, IOSH in the Grange in, in, in Wigston the other day and all the names. And it, it's, I did say this to council in my sort of closing remarks at our council meeting last week, that you stand there in awe as chair of council and, and also president. When you look at the company you're in, in the room, when you're standing there in, in council, but also when you look at the board, and you order boards and you see all the all the presidents, the 55 presidents that have come before you. It, it's a very difficult thing to say, well, that's the person who's influenced me most because each of the presidents is so different. Mm. And I've I've known most of the, the presidents one way or the other for at least the last 20 years. And I've been a member for nearly 30. Um, and, uh, you know, they've all they've all influenced in different ways because they've all brought something different and they've approached it differently. But the one thing that's been consistent is that they're all there for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about the membership. It's about reflecting, supporting and growing the membership. And of course, IOSH along the way. And it, it's impossible to pick on one person and say <laughs> they were the ones who, who influenced me most because they all have. And that will continue to be the case because it's such a big role. So important. So how have you been working with the incoming president, Stuart Hughes, to hand over the reins? Really closely. Um, I mean, myself and Stuart, we're, we're fortunate in that we, we get on really well. Uh, we see the world in a very similar way. Um, I like the way that Stuart, he thinks in a, in a different way to me and at a different level. And that's really good because he's going into places that perhaps wouldn't have occurred to me before. So I've learned from that approach. But actually, in what we believe in and what we're trying to achieve, we, we are very, very similar. So once again, you'll find that the members get that consistency and that continuity. And that works well for interactions between council uh, and the board of trustees and therefore on the, on the more sort of operational side with the senior leadership team. And we've recognised that from day one. So as soon as he became the president-elect, we've sat down and, we, and we've started doing things together exactly as myself and Louise did before. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to the role and seeing how we finish off some of the things that I've started and also continue on some of the things that, that the people want to see more of. So it'll be a great year. He'll be a good president. Did it live up to expectations? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah def definitely. Um, I mean, it is, of course, what you want to, to, to make it. And as I said earlier, I've tried to do, um, you know, a few things, but hopefully with, with a, you know, a, a large degree of, of impact. Um, but all of the little campaigns I've been involved with and all the little opportunities to meet different people and, and network some more, it's absolutely lived up to the, the opportunity. So I would say to the listeners, look, if you don't think you could ever do something like this, that was me. I'm just an ordinary guy who believes in what I do, really enjoys the power of networking and trying to make a difference. And IOSH is a, is a fantastic professional institution. Uh, and we're a great discipline to actually be there at the forefront of influence 
and decision making. And I, I'm nothing. I'm nothing special. But surrounded by the people I've been with, it's been a it's been a huge opportunity. And I hope that we've absolutely made the most of it. So, you know, which of your listeners is going to be the next president down the road from anywhere in the world? Um, the more diverse we are, the, the stronger we get as a profession and as IELTS, of course. So go for it, I would say. So what advice would you give to future IOSH presidents? The main thing for me that I, I said at the very beginning of, of this, two twofold. The first is, remember who you're there for. You know, I've always said it's not the Lawrence Webb show. There is a huge team of people that work together to actually make the role of, of chair of council and president one that um, that adds value and is successful and busy all the way through the through the tenure. So, you know, if you're there for some sort of ego trip and it's all about you and what do you get from it, then I'm afraid you, you're going to have a tough time because you, you can't do it on your own. You mustn't try and do it on your own. You know, you can't with your day job. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge team of people and you very much do it together. And the second thing is um, be you, be yourself. You know, I've brought a different series of, uh, of, of traits to, uh, to, to to the role just by just by being me, not who I think people want me to be. And, you know, for some, maybe that doesn't land as well as it has done with others, which is fine. But I've absolutely tried to stay true and loyal to myself. I've enjoyed it. I've had a laugh. I've told some terrible, what you might classify as dad jokes along the way. And I've got some serious competition within uh, within the realms of council and the presidential team. I promise you that. Um, but I've enjoyed it. And it's genuine because I'm here for the right reasons. I've had a you know fantastic opportunity to work with some great people and be engaged in some fantastic campaigns and initiatives, and hopefully that's that's come across. Um, and that's what I really uh, wanted to make sure: be true to yourself. And what's next for you? Well, that's a great question. Um, I'm, I'm sort of currently looking at how I can use all of the uh, uh, all of the, the the new skills as well as the old ones um, uh, to, to do something slightly different. Um, so I've been sort of, you know, pondering towards the end of the the, the, the presidency on on uh, all the different opportunities that might now be out there. But ultimately, I'll continue to still be an active member of IOSH as I have been for so many years. Um, I'll still be telling terrible jokes to people <laughs> if they need a bit of a, you know, cheering up. I'll, I'll be looking after those around me and, and helping them sort of develop as well as as well as myself. Um, and uh, hey, who knows what might come next? It's not just a job, it's an adventure, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for speaking to me today, Lawrence. It's been an absolute pleasure. Great to, uh, great to have a chance to talk to you again. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next month for another conversation on all things health and safety.